Welcome to the Building Interest Podcast presented by LeaderBank, a series of free-flowing conversations on a wide range of banking and money-related subjects. We're here to discuss all the issues that impact your financial future. Want to buy a home, start a small business, secure your financial future, or maybe you want to maximize your savings ability or get your budget in order. We can help. Our talks with experts and influencers across the world of banking will set you in the right direction. I'm your host, Scott Barboza. Let's get to it. Well, everybody, welcome aboard another edition of the Building Interest Podcast. I am distinctly privileged today to have Sushil Thule with me here at our Seaport Innovation District branch once again. Sushil, we really wanted to, uh, obviously in episode one, we talked to your son, Jay, talked a little bit about the 20th anniversary, but, um, you know, it's really great talking to Jay, going through some of the family memories and the times that you have shared together as a family I really want to bring this back to the beginning in some senses, because I think your family story is is so uniquely American and so very interesting. I know you came to this country from India in 1978. We're 20 years into Leader Bank now. Could you ever imagine having, sitting in this location in the midst of Boston, I mean, just walk me through that, what, the, what that life experience has been like for you and your family. So, Scott, first of all, thank you so much for having oh, me it's, here. It's my pleasure. And and welcome to Little Bank. I'm so glad <laughs> you're doing this for us. I still a little uh, overdue. Yeah. So glad to have you doing it for still us. Still a newbie over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. So, so you know, I, I came from India in 1978. Just like everybody, every immigrant, land of opportunities, looking for new opportunities right, here. Right. And I got my first job in a bank. And uh, I liked it and just worked through the ranks in my bank. And uh, in 1986, I decided that I want to open my own Mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. So I opened a mortgage company and opened one, made it very successful. I made it successful buying, taking care of first time home buyers, immigrants, to make sure the people who need a mortgage, that I can help them out. And during that time, I, I was appointed on Feeney Major Advisory Board, got Technology Leadership Award, all kind of things. But in the late 90s, I said, okay, enough of mortgage company. I need to do something else. And I decided to open a bank. Mm-hmm. And everybody I talked to that I'm going to open a bank, and they will look at me and they will say, what do you mean open a bank? People don't open banks. <laughs> and I said, no, that's what my dream is. Banks have been around for a very long time, <laughs> yeah. and they tend to stay in business for a very long time. Exactly. So it's kind of a, a little bit of an insular kind of kind of world in that that's way. That's right. And I, I remember one of my friend, John Fanchulo, who, who later worked with me. Okay. And I told John, I said, I want to open a bank. And he said, what do you want? I said, in 10 years, I wanted to be a billion-dollar bank. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he said, Sushil, a lot of people try to do that, but it doesn't happen. Right. I said, well, we're right. going to make it happen. Right. So we got a license from OCC to open a bank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We went through the process to get the FDIC approval. Mm-hmm. Took about two and a half years. Once I have all the approvals, we opened our first branch in East Arlington. Six and a half million dollars in capital mm-hmm. deposits. And honestly, I had no idea, one, that I still will be running the bank 20 years later, <laughs> and we will grow to more than $3 billion bank. It's it's, it's a, absolutely amazing. Yeah, it truly it's, it's is. It's like one of those things. You dream about it, 
you want to do it you are yeah. motivated and determined to do it right have we made it happen motivated and determined i like that <laughs> that you could put that on a motivational uh <laughs> poster like you have up in the office i, I really uh, love that uh, you know, one thing you brought up, Sushil, this is the 20th anniversary. We just, you know, are really kicking off a lot of the festivities this year. How much of that is very much a celebration of the workforce and, and everybody that has come together to help, uh, you know, you realize those um, those dreams that you had? You know, every year is a celebration for us because it's team members. Right. And when, when we sit down at the end of the year, we make a three-year business plan. Mm-hmm. And in that plan, we see, okay, where the bank is going to be three years from now, but in order to get to that point, who are the team members we need? Who's going to get us there? And we've been doing it since uh, since 20 years, and it's just really a celebration. And thank you to all the people. First of all, thank you to my founders of Leader Bank yeah. who believed in me right, that, okay, right. they want to be the founders, they want to invest money with me. Then board of directors. We have very unique, very intelligent mm-hmm. board members mm-hmm. who who challenge us, but at the same time, they support us too. Right. And they have It's an important through. dynamic. Yeah. yeah. And then for any CEO, they need to build a great team around them. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, my, I build a great team and then Jay came to work with me. <laughs> and then Jay, Jay proved himself to the board, to the shareholders, to the yeah, management. Of course. He's my son, but he, He's gonna he's gonna work hard and he's gonna show to them that he can make things happen. Mm-hmm. And then Jay was promoted president a few years ago, mm-hmm. and he's building a right team around him. Mm-hmm. And just just look at you both. Mm-hmm. If he was socially president, it wouldn't be happening <laughs> because my views are different, old fashioned and things. Right. So he's building the right team, the people right. who is gonna take Leader Bank to the next next twenty years from now. Uh, give us a little bit of a lens into the the family dynamic in that regard. Obviously, your family first, business also intermingled with that. Uh, How many opportunities do you have in the course of you know family get-togethers when it's you know a weekend and everybody's just hanging out at at the house or whatever? Uh, how much is it sometimes difficult to kind of you know suss out business from the personal and, and vice versa? So initially, when I opened <laughs> the bank, when Jay started working with me, we used to we'll talk bank at work, and we'll talk bank at home. Right. But then we decided this is defeating the purpose. So we decided at <laughs> right. home, right. we will not talk about bank at all. Right. And when we are at the bank, we don't We're talk just about ta- home. Right. Yeah. So at home, I mean, I think I have, that, 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 that's a good kind of separation, too, because I, I think if those things co-mingle, they can get a, a little, yeah. you know, uh, not knowing what's where. Also, the other family member, they get bored. Right. They say, right. Yeah. They say, what do we have to talk about the bank? <laughs> right. Wait, 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 right. and go to bank attack. Yeah. When's dinner? Actually. <laughs> exactly. So we have. Uh, I have seven grandchildren. Awesome. And uh, so the family dynamic is when we get together, when the grandkids come home, there's nothing. That's the pure enjoyment. Yeah. Right. To spend time with them. I even don't. It's much more fun being a grandfather too than a, than oh, a father too, right? <laughs> so much, so much fun. The kids are crying. Take them. <laughs> Uh, Sushil, when you you touched on it a little bit earlier, and, and I, I think that it, what is part of what's so interesting about the the genesis story behind uh, Leader Bank as we know it today, is that you really kind of identified uh, a niche, and, and you said you wanted to reach out to you know first time home buyers, and obviously the residential lending aspect of the business has you know exceeded records year after year here coming out of the pandemic and, and rolling into twenty two. I mean, we've seen uh, really growth that's that's pretty unprecedented. 
How, how much and how important is it to maintain that service level and really, um, you know, especially in the home buying process, it is an intimately personal experience. It's one of the, you know, really, uh, if you want to call it a milepost or a linchpin experience in your entire life. Um, how important is it to remain, uh, even as the organization has grown, uh, that commitment to really uh, building relationships on that one-on-one you know, level? The bank was founded to help immigrants, low-income home buyers, yeah, yeah. to buy their dream home. Right. And every time somebody sent me a thank you note, I felt so good that, okay, I made a difference in their life. That's, yeah. I still believe in the same thing. Right, right. When I talk to loan originators, when we hire them, I tell them that, you need to take it. You can do a lot of loans, but the, when you are helping somebody right. who who there are not too many people willing to help, who is a low-income home buyer, the immigrant, right. Right. that's our pride. We want to continue to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, whichever neighborhood it is, we want to go there. Mm-hmm. We want to help people out to be a homeowner there. But at the same time, we're doing the same thing with the small business owners. Um, you've seen, like, last year, during the PPP program, right, right. where all the big banks, they said, oh, we want to cater to our big clients and that thing. Right. Leader banks said, no, we want to do the smallest loan we can. The smallest loan we did was $1,000. It takes the same amount of time to do a $1,000 loan As, than right, to $100,000. Right, right, right. But the $1,000 loan, that person, we did it, it's a small bakery shop. They're going to stay in business. Right. Or they're going to keep one or right. two of their employees. Right, there. exactly. That's where my pride comes from. Right, in. right. How, how uh, I mean, when we talk about, uh, again, I, I think I use the term in, in Jay's episode as well, you know, unprecedented times, it's become cliche. I, I feel bad almost using it. But truly, in this sense, uh, you know, we've had some conversations with other folks inside of the bank. You know, when the PPP program was introduced, Basically, the bank had about a day to get everything ready to go as people were going to start coming in with applications. Have you ever seen, uh, I mean, this is almost unprecedented in the history of this nation in in Western civilization, if you will, Uh, such a quick mobilization. Can you talk about a little bit about that time and and just the work, I mean, really dogged determination that it took from the entire team to make sure that uh, the bank was ready to be able to service uh, those people in a time of critical need. So when the PPP program was announced, mm-hmm. and they SBA said, okay, this is the day you can start taking applications. Mm-hmm. Lot of banks were not ready. They didn't know what to do, how to do it. Right. We developed technologies. So at 12, 12 o'clock, midnight, <laughs> at 12.01, six of the technology people, myself, our lenders, we were ready mm-hmm. to start taking applications. And honestly, before before like seven, there were about 20 people who applied for PPP loans. Mm-hmm. Our was, if you need a PPP loan, you come to Leader Bank, we're, we're gonna give it to you. Mm-hmm. Whether you are a client of ours or you are not a client of ours, right. we're gonna help you out. Right. Whereas many of the other banks, they had like, okay, if you're not our client, we're gonna help you. If you're a client, you have to have so much minimum deposit. Right, right. Ours was, no, just you need a money. If you can save some job, if you can stay in business, we're going to do it. I was a small business man myself. Right, exactly. So, it really kind of comes back to roost in that exactly. way. Right. Right. Yeah. You, you take you take care of yourself as you would help. It's kind of that golden rule kind of. Uh, right. You, know. you, you, you help somebody else and you just keep helping. I mean, the, the numbers, when you, uh, I know we were talking before, we don't want to, you know, get too bogged down in numbers, but the numbers are actually quite staggering. You know, when we're talking about 
hundreds of millions of dollars that, that were accessed through that, uh, you know, PPP program. Right. But then also in kind because of that, you know, uh, I think Leader has really carved out a, a, a very strong position for itself within the SBA community. And, and that recognition has really come back in, in, exactly. in due form. We were the top retail SBA lender right. um, last year. We were the top uh, um, SBA lenders to veterans. We have been top SBA lenders to immigrants. Mm-hmm. This is what it's like we, because we, when we do SBA loans, it doesn't matter who it is. It's right. like if you need Absolutely. it, we're going to help you out. Absolutely. Just talk a little bit, uh, you know, more from the logistical perspective, mm-hmm. Mr. Sheila. If somebody is in one of those situations and they're uh, starting your own business is, again, one of those great adventures of life that, that can be offered to anybody. How do they go about that process? How, how do they come into the bank and, and really kind of uh, get that ball rolling? So, so we have a um, team who works with small business owners. Mm-hmm. So once they come and apply for a loan with us, or they even discuss with us, we even don't care if you apply for a loan or not. You need help, you come, discuss your uh, business mm-hmm. plan with us, I will say, either we'll tell you, okay, yes, we can help you, or we'll show them where they can go, whether they can go to Mass Growth Capital Corporation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was on their board, mm-hmm. and you can get loans from them, you can mm-hmm. go to SBA, or wherever. We are not going to say, oh, we cannot help you, but we don't know where to go. Right. We will help right. them out. Right. But like more than 90% chances are we're going to help them out. Yeah. I get involved in those meetings myself. Yeah. yeah. Because then I understand. And sometimes, you know, I do coaching myself. I've done coaching to so right, many small right, business right, owners there. Right. And, and then, then help. goal is to help them succeed and become a bigger business people. How, I can only imagine how many of those instances you've probably had through the years now where, you know, people have gone through that iterative process of, you know, hey, I have an idea for this. I don't really know how to go. It. I mean, I, I assume that's got to be one of the most rewarding experiences so. in this field. Very much so. And I do it. I mean, because of uh, pandemic, it's less people come to me. It used to be like at least once in a month, I'm okay. sitting down with somebody, coaching them, helping them. Out. Interesting. Yeah. Do, do you, how do you see that going forward? Do you see that coming back? Do you see that ratcheting up? As uh, I think a lot of people coming out through the pandemic, they're looking at their life in a, in a different way. And maybe, you know, for all intents and purposes, we're all human at the end of the day. And, you know, maybe this is the opportunity to say, hey, I'm trying something new in my life. You know, a lot of what our life used to be looks very different from what it used to be and as to what it is now or could be in the future. Do, do you kind of starting to see that uh, the, the entrepreneurial spirit kind of, uh, you know, come back and, and take Absolutely. hold? Absolutely. I, I, I met a gentleman last week, hmm. and he's a medical professional. Okay. But he said, I want to build real estate. I own one per house, but I want to, he was very aggressive. He said, I want to have a hundred million dollar worth of portfolio. Okay. And I told him, I said, yes, that's your dream. It will happen, but don't think it's going to happen in two right. or three years. Yeah. But this is how it's going to happen. And we'll right. hold your hand. Right. And we do help them. I have many clients who who started with this small business or small properties, and they become like, they have a lot of properties now. One example I remember when I opened the bank, somebody walked in my office local business person mm-hmm. and he said you're a new businessman i just want to know who is this bank about we got to know the guy owns one business in arlington he owns about five six now in various time similar business mm-hmm. and he owns a lot of real estate and okay. he has become a good friend now okay in what i believe in you create spokesperson for your business right when right. you Abs- have somebody yeah, absolutely 
and they are happy and they're growing, they're going to go out and they're going to talk about your business right. and they're going to talk about you. Right. And I'm good at it. Right. That. Yeah. yeah. That's the best way to, to grow anything, right. truly. Yeah. Um, Sushil, I, I know you probably don't like to talk about yourself all that much, but there is something that we do need to bring up before uh-huh. before we move on. Um, and, and this is really something that is, is quite amazing as you lined up the entire story, um, kind of one of those great mileposts. Um, at the end of last year, you were named a, a class director at the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston. You know, for all people that may be listening that are in the industry, they understand uh, the prestige that comes with that. For casual listeners that are trying to get themselves into the world of banking, they may not be uh, quite as familiar with what that means. But for everybody in the industry, that, quite frankly, to put it bluntly, pretty big deal. Pretty big deal. Do, again, is is that one of those moments in your life where you kind of look back over the cum- the accumulation of, of what Leader Bank has become? Do you take that opportunity to, to see that and to, to understand that the recognition from your peers too, as a respected leader within the community, both in Boston and, and abroad, um, do, do you take a moment to take pause in that and kind of, uh, you know, just, just celebrate that? Absolutely. You know, <laughs> over the years, like I was appointed by Governor Charlie Baker mm-hmm. on Mass Housing Board. Mm-hmm. And then I served on the Board of Mass Growth Capital Corporation. Mm-hmm. I serve on a nonprofit board board of Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. And then last year when I got the call from Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and they say they had a class A Mm -hmm. board member position coming up, and uh, um, they were considering me for that position. I I was amazed that (laughs) out of like 150 banks, they they reached out to me. Mm -hmm. Of course, I was... uh, very excited about you have to submit your application your bio your right. details and right. things and then then i was uh, nominated and then all the bank ceos of in massachusetts they have to vote right that was the biggest honor that the other bankers they felt that okay social to is the right person mm-hmm. who can re- represents the banks at the federal Reserve bank of Boston. Mm-hmm. so in January, it was announced that I have been appointed Class A Director of Federal Reserve Bank of Boston. Mm-hmm. It's a three-year term. It's a great learning experience. Yeah. I'm learning a lot. I'm meeting new people. Right. I'm learning how the system works right. at the Federal Reserve Bank of right. Boston. Right. And I'm very proud that I got appointed this position. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Sushil, uh, before we go here, I have to ask you one last question because I asked this to Jay as well. Right. Obviously anniversaries, birthdays, things of that nature. You kind of take stock, you look back, you look forward. Uh, we'll end this by looking forward. You know, we're at the 20th anniversary now. If we were to sit across each other in another 20 years, the 40th anniversary, where do you see Leader Bank? Where where, uh, where do you see this organization going and where do you see it, uh, you know, moving into different levels perhaps? So so one thing I know 20 years from now, <laughs> I will not be the CEO chairman <laughs> of the bank. <laughs> where it will be, likely will be Jay or somebody else. But I think the, in, the initially the growth is slower. Mm-hmm. When I open the bank, it takes time to build capital to grow. Right. Now, now it's like, it took us, 20 years to get to $3 billion. Mm-hmm. It won't take us 20, 20 years to get to $6 billion. I see 20 years from now, Leader Bank, one of the major bank in, in Massachusetts, not only in Massachusetts, could be, could be in, in the whole Northeast region there, and providing employment opportunities to many employees. I see we have 450 employees. That yeah. time it could be thousands of employees right, working right. with us. 
and but the values of leader bank will not mm-hmm. change even 20 years from now right that's the north star to keep i like it Sushil, this has been a, a real distinct pleasure of mine. Great to have you here. Come by anytime, obviously. We'll be hanging out here, but uh, thanks again for taking the opportunity. Thank you so much, Scott, and I'm going to take you on that offer because I'll be coming here, recording <laughs> things all the time. But I really appreciate you. It means a lot to me that uh, what you're doing for the Leader Bank. <laughs> it's, it's valuable to us as the management team, and also as you interview like you interviewed Sean, you interviewed some other people, you will interview loan officers. Yeah, yeah. It, it shows that Leader Bank cares about its community. We serve our loan, our employees and everybody else there. It's Thank part of the know. fun part for me uh, as somebody who likes to just get to know people and talk face-to-face, obviously coming out of the last couple of years, we haven't had many of those opportunities. So the more we get to do that, uh, I want to just take the listeners along on that journey. And uh, this is a great place to, uh, to begin. So Thank thanks you. again, Sushil. We'll do it again soon. Absolutely. We'll do that. Thank you. For more information on today's subject, visit leaderbank.com. In addition to past episodes, you can also find our corresponding blog entries there for more insights. This podcast is a production of LeaderBank NA, equal housing lender, member FDIC, NMLS number 449250.